0: Leadership today is more than just a position in an organization. It's also a mix of proven practices that produce results. Welcome to ADESIS Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak ADESIS. Our program will bring you the how and why of successfully led businesses or organizations with not for profit goals and how you can apply the ADESIS methodology and make it work for you. Now, here is Dr. Ishak ADESIS.
1: Hello, 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 hello. I am still talking to you from Moscow, Russia, where I'm working in a consulting role, major, 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 major consulting job. I already reported it, what is it, last week. So this week I would like to give you some insights I got by working. You see, when you travel a lot and you work in different countries, you really get a lot of insights because you see things differently and you see how they're being practiced differently. Uh, It blows your mind, in a sense. And here is what I was thinking, what I noticed. There are different ways people feel rewarded. There are two types, we put them first into two groups. Extrinsic rewards and intrinsic rewards. What are extrinsic rewards? They have the following characteristic. You don't need to do any, anything, you don't need to work, you don't need to do any job to get rewarded. So it's not conditioned on making some work. But the value of the reward depends on external to you verification. There are two types of extensive rewards. Money. Salary. First of all, you don't need to do anything to get paid, to get rewarded. You say the son of the owner, you get a salary, you have nothing to do, but you get a salary. It's not contingent on you doing something to be rewarded. But the value of how much you get paid depends what you can do with that money. If you were in uh, Germany between the wars, billions of Marx would not buy a cup of coffee. The same thing happened in Yugoslavia during the tremendous inflation that they went through at the end of the 20th century. So money requires external verification to know the value. What can you buy with it? Depends on how much inflation there is. Depends on what you can do with that money. The second type of extrinsic reward is called non-pecuniary like stop. I'll give you the status of vice president but it's not contingent on the job you do. You just got it because uh, whatever reason. If you look at the bank people that want a loan, they want to talk to a vice president. So what happens? Every loan officer is a vice president. How much is it worth? Well, it depends how people look at you. If you can go to a cocktail party and ask you, what do you do? You say, I'm a vice president of such and such a bank. Say, oh, that's a reward. The reward is in the appreciation that you get by posting your status on the line. If people say, ah, vice president is nothing, well, they're going to reward appreciation in the eyes of others. Now something very interesting was found about strategic rewards. First of all, they don't have more than a two weeks span of motivation. They give you a salary increase, you are motivated for two weeks. You say, "Wow, wow, wow." Well, after two weeks you say, "Well, old hat." There is a Serbian expression that says... All miracles for three days. After three days, it's not a miracle anymore. So if you get your salary increase, eh, two weeks you're motivated after that old hat. Something with the title. Two weeks. You're very excited about the new title. Then it becomes an old shoe in this case. Not motivating anymore. Another factor that was found about extrinsic rewards is that it is not the absolute number that motivates you but the rate of increase so if I got this year 5% increase in my salary and next year I get it again 5% I get again 5% I'm not motivated see because what I really want is 5% this year 6% next year 7% thereafter. it is a rate of increase same thing with the title, you know, what is my next title? I want to be an executive vice president. Then I want to be a senior executive vice president, etc. There must be a higher hierarchy or it is not motivating. I don't know how many of you have been youth leaders or counselors in a summer camp. <laughs> but when I was a summer camp counselor, I learned the trick. The unruly kids, I give them a title. You are the chief Shamu, and you are the chief of the tribe, and you are the chief this. By the end of the summer camp, everybody was a chief. Why? Because I gave them the title, I could control them. And if it was not good enough after two weeks, I gave them another title, it was bigger. What is intrinsic rewards? Intrinsic rewards are just the opposite. You are rewarded by doing the job. So if there is no job to do, there is no reward. They are part of the job. The job in itself is intrinsic, rewarding. And the reward does not require external verification. Validity for its value. Let's take the first one. Intrinsic reward is the top. I like what I'm doing. And every time I do it, I am motivated. How do you know that? Well, I feel inspired. What does the word inspired come from? It comes from the word in the spirit. I get integrated with something bigger than me. I forget time, space. I am inspired. If you touch me, I will jump because I, I was totally somewhere else. So deeply involved. And if you notice it when you're inspired, when you do that, which really you love in doing, which is really your calling in life, you'll find that it gives you energy rather than takes energy. So the reward is intrinsic. By doing what you love, you are getting rewarded. And if nobody knows about what you're doing, you don't care. Because you know what you're doing, and you're getting the reward from doing it. A second intrinsic... Is power, control. It's rewarding to be in control of a situation. If I can control a situation, that is rewarding in itself. By the way, I don't like the job, but boy, do I have power. Do I, I can push my weight around and people listen. I love that power. The power in itself is gratifying. And by taking some examples very soon, we'll see how it works. About, I think, 40 years ago, yeah, 40 years ago, I was consulting in Peru with the prime minister at the time. And I gave this lecture about rewards because they were talking about industrial democracy. And one person asked me, Doctor, adises. Why are the Vietnamese fighting? It was during the Vietnam War. Is it because they get paid very well, mercenaries? Said no. Is it because they like the non-pecuniary reward that on the first of May they can walk, you know, all wounded without their legs, and that everybody will applaud them, heroes? That's why they're fighting to get the applause. Said, no, I don't think so. Are they fighting because they love fighting. I mean, the fighting gives them a tremendous success tremendous rush. No? I don't think so, no. Are they fighting because they like beating the Americans, and the beating the Americans is what gives them the satisfaction. said, no, so why are they fighting? Obviously, they're fighting because they have a mission. And fulfilling a mission is a goal in itself. It's a reward in itself. How it works after the break.
0: Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The ADESIS Management Methodology increases the speed at which organizations are able to implement change and solve their problems. The methodology introduces an innovative process, culture, and system that allow organizations to achieve dramatic growth in both revenue and profits. Build your success from within. ADESIS Management Methodology is delivered by the ADESIS Institute with offices worldwide, introducing a new management paradigm. Visit www.adesis.com for the Adesis Institute today. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. The Adesis Speakers Bureau can present the Adesis methodology and its approach to harnessing the power of change to your top management team. The presentations, either in person or via a live video hookup, can be delivered in a two-, four-, or six-hour format. Participants can derive immediate benefit from the material and put their new knowledge to use right away. For luncheons, corporate retreats, and strategic planning meetings presented in a variety of languages, visit www.adesis.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. If you have a question or comment about the program, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to yolanda at adesis.com, spelled A like America, D like Denmark, I like Israel, Z like in Zambia, E like in Ecuador, and S like Spain. Now back to the
1: program. All right, let's take some examples. Who is rewarded by intrinsic rewards, mission only? Salary and money is very, very minimal. Has not changed for many years. Recognition status. is vulnerable they actually cook them and eat them the task is really not exciting they die from malaria fighting all kinds of diseases in doing the job power none as yet the only thing that keeps them going is mission mission Their mission. And they die for that mission. They sacrifice their life for the mission. Who are those? Missionaries. Missionaries. And please pay attention that this is the strongest motivating force of them all. People go to war, sacrifice their lives because of a mission. Because they have something they believe in. How about the next one? This profession has not seen a sudden increase for quite a few years. Status is very low. They're considered to be just of low level management, if at all. Task is repetitive, boring like hell. They don't have a mission. They don't know what the mission is. The only reward they have is what? Power power. I can tell you to stand in line. I can tell you what to do. Come back again. I have power over you. Who is this? Well, these are the bureaucrats. Look at the bureaucrat at work. Salary is very low. The task is menial, approving some licenses, putting some stamps somewhere. They don't know what the mission is, but there is no mission. Huh. What do they have? Power. That's the only reward they get. So they tell you, stand in line, come back again, bring more information. You don't have all the files you need, you don't have all the information you need. They just make you go back and forth and back and forth. What are they doing? This is the only reward they have, is to use their power. My God, I'm seeing that with the security in the airports. What a joy, what a joy for them to tell you, stand in line, take your shoes off, take this off, take that off, you know? That's the only reward they have, what else is there in the job. Scary, eh? Which profession or job or or involvement, mission is uh, very, not very clear. Power is no power. no power over other people, I mean. Money, very low. boy, they are starving. Recognition, not yet, but the only reward they get is the task. They love what they are doing, and you cannot stop them from doing it. Who are they? Artists, artists. I have three of them in my family, my kids. you know something. That's it, they're calling. If I stop them from doing it, they will get sick. They love what they are doing, never mind the money. They love what they are doing. So anytime they do it, they feel rewarded because they are doing it. Artists. Well, let's go to the next one. Salary is really not there or has not been increased in quite a few years. Mission is yes, but it's not really that captivating. Power is not there because you rely on other people to execute whatever it is that you want to do. The task itself is not that exciting. The only reward or most of the reward is from non-pecuniary rewards, which means status. Who are those? Cheap politicians, that's right, cheap politicians. The applause, the position, they believe they have power how they looked up from their constituency. And the last one, mission is non-existent, task is menial, power is non-existent, or if you have it, they, they get very upset at you, status is non-existent, the only thing you get is money. Money, money, money. Who is that? Pardon the expression, prostitutes, and people that work the line, the workers. So it's not strange. Periodically they want a the salary increase. They use inflation as an excuse. It's not the inflation. Even if there was not inflation, they will ask for salary increase. In order to be rewarded, they must see an increase. They must see that there is an increase. They cannot be in the same place year after year after year after year. So what do we do? Well, we know that the strongest motivating force is mission. Mission. And the more you reward them with the mission that they believe in, the less they need of the other reward. That's why people sacrifice their lives when they have a mission in life. They don't care about money. They don't care about power. They don't care about anything. They are there to serve the mission, a purpose. Let me disclose to you one of the directions I'm taking with this bank here. I learned this from my former client, the Body Shop. The Body Shop was not just an at that time. When not when. Rod, uh, when uh, Roddick was alive. It was not just an outlet for cosmetics, not at all. It was an outlet, outlet for social activism. You went into the store at the time, the body shop, and you will see pamphlets about justice to be done in Africa, about honest trade in Brazil with the indigenous people, protection of the women and fighting women abuse. It was an outlet for social activism. And people loved it. They were my clients and I was really impressed. They had the whole department on vision and values. Every truck of the body shop would not advertise a product. What will be written along the truck is messages that uplift people spiritually. And what happened? People loved body shop. People loved, they would really prefer to buy from body shop than any other cosmetic shop. Why? Because they loved the message. The mission that Anita Roddick had which is to stop animal testing, which was to help indigenous people, which was to help threatened women share their social consciousness and, consci- and, and, and mission. And the products were there as a vehicle, not as a purpose. So, guess what? This client of mine in Russia with 20,000 outlets, the largest and oldest bank of Russia. I hope they make every channel, every outlet the same thing. Don't promote banking products. Promote something you believe in. Children, Russia has a demographic problem, have a real aging population. Do something that uplifts people. Because banking is a commodity. All banks provide the same thing, more or less. How do you differentiate yourself? Go into mission, something bigger, something that people will believe in, and then they will come and buy your product. As a byproduct. Because what you're advertising is not what you do, but what you are. You want to break down bureaucracy? It's not by retraining. People become artificially nice, smile. Give them a mission. We are here to protect America from terrorism. We are here to protect you people. Now, guess what? Power is less important because uh, doing for a mission is as important, if not more important. Let's come back after the break. <music> guests are being featured this week.
0: Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to
1: iradioblog.com today, powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network.
0: Learn about applying the Adesis methodology in your organization's decision-making process. Our comprehensive training programs include a three-day introduction to the Adesis methodology, Breakthrough to Prime, and Leading Highly Effective Teams, a detailed seven-day seminar. The seminars are valuable for corporate leaders, key executives, and others involved in the decision-making process. Our trainings are available around the world and in multiple languages. For more information about these and other training programs available, please visit adesis.com. Join the Adesis Graduate School for online master's and Ph.D. programs Get involved with in-depth research into how change can be managed on many levels across disciplines and cultures worldwide. The clinical programs train practitioners with methods that have been used with exceptional results by certified Adesis associates and clients for decades. Core concepts include the proven Adesis theory and spiral dynamics, an emerging theory of human social evolution. For more information, go to AdesisGraduateSchool.org. From the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. If you have a question or comment about the program, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's one 866 472 472-5790 or send an email to Yolanda at adesis.com spelled A like America, D like Denmark, I like Israel, Z like in Zambia, E like in Ecuador, and S like Spain. Now, back to the program.
1: Oh so this was a little bit about rewarding because as I watch. People at the airports. As I watch bureaucracies, as I watch how people advertise themselves, it occurred to me that doing it wrong could be done so much better to focus on who we are and not what we do, nor how we do it, not either why we do it. Who you are, who you are is much, much more attractive well, that's another reaction I have from my travels. I was doing exercise today, this morning, and as I was on that walking machine, there was a television, a television screen in front of me, and the CNN had a program about diversity. Then it occurred to me that when we talk about diversity, we talk about it in ethics, ethical terms, And in political correctness terms, why is it right to integrate, why is it right to have affirmative action, why is it right to embrace diversity? I have a different opinion, I have a different opinion. You should embrace diversity not politically correct, not even that it is ethically correct, You should do it because it is good for you, simply good for you, out of self-interest. What do you mean good for me? Because you learn from diversity. You grow in diversity. If all people agree on everything, one of them is unnecessary. What do you need the other person for? Talk to yourself. If all people think alike, none of them thinks... To heart. Everybody agrees, agrees, agrees. When you start thinking, when somebody disagrees with you. And why would they disagree with you? Because they are different. So diversity is a way to grow. And then it occurred to me wait a moment. Absolutely so. There are benefits in diversity, tremendous benefits. You want to see beautiful women? Beautiful man, go to a part of the world where there is a tremendous mixture of different ethnic or racial groups, mixed. In Russia, where I am right now, they used to have during communist era an expression that the most beautiful women in the Soviet Union are in Ukraine. And the most beautiful women in Ukraine are in Odessa. Now what is so unique about Odessa? Why they're so beautiful there? Because it was a place where so many ethnic groups got together. It was a cosmopolitan town with Turkish and Slavic and then God know what else, Jewish, all together mixed there and, 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 and cross marriages. And you get some beautiful people, beautiful children. Go to a country where everybody is the same and the beauty disappears. They're all the same. There is benefit in diversity. Look for diversity because you learn from it. You grow from it. And it's not only racial or ethnic or religious diversity. It's also physical diversity. Once I was listening to a lecture but a motivational speech by a blind person. Unbelievable, very motivating speech, because you know what he said? He says, ladies and gentlemen, he said to the audience, I'm blind, I was born blind, I am physically impaired, but I'm fighting, I'm learning What was it? Go. I'm learning this, I'm learning that. I'm fighting my blindness. How about you? He turned to the audience. How many of you are impaired, maybe not by being blind, but mentally impaired or emotionally impaired? Are you fighting it? Are you making it better of yourself? You see, everybody has a story. Everybody has an impairment somewhere. I, I want to disclose to you, my impairment is I cannot stop eating bread. I love bread and I get fat like hell. Well, I carry that from my grandparents too, which were also obese. Now I have something to fight, I have something to improve. I have my own physical inability. So people that overcome their inabilities, that overcome their barriers, they really not just motivate you, but they inspire you. I was inspired by this speaker, by this blind speaker. I'm inspired by my cousin. I have a first cousin who has also my has the same name like me, it's Hakadizes, except that he he spells it differently. In Hebrew it is the same, but in English he spells it differently. A kind of a, what do they call it? So the pronunciation is right. It's a J, A-D-I-J-E-S. He's blind from birth. And you know what? He's a world champion in sailing for blind people. There is a world championship every year of blind people who sail, and he won the world champion several years back. He goes sailing every weekend, Blind. He learned to overcome his his deficiencies. Is that not inspiring, motivating? You know, the African-Americans diversity, I'm all in favor. Why? Not just because it's politically correct, but boy, do they have something to contribute by being different. Rather, weaver, that's wonderful. Love of life, laughter. They're very bright because they're very genuine. They have a soul. You benefit from it, you learn from it. I learned from the gypsies. Gypsies? Those guys have nothing. But they know how to live. Look at them dance. Look, look at them sing. Look at them play music. They live every minute of their life, full life. Something to learn from. Something to emulate, maybe. Something to benefit from. And that's not that to be just from people, diversity of people. You can learn from anything. I learned from looking at a rock. Yes, learning from the rock, which is different from here, obviously. That's why diversity call it diversity. I've extended the definition of diversity a little bit more than normal. What do you, can you learn from the rock? Well, you see, a rock has a chronological age. We human beings have also an emotional age that rocks don't have. What does it mean? Rocks cannot control their age. that's why it's chronological. We can. You can be old, young, or you can be young, old. You know, your emotional age is totally different. Could be different than your chronological age. So by looking at the rock, I said, wait a moment. I'm different. I can impact my age. Rock cannot. You can learn from a dog. You can learn from a horse. You can learn from a flower. You can learn from as soon as you realize that, that there is so much to learn from things that are different than you are, you open your life, and life becomes very, very interesting. What can I learn? What can I learn? What is there to learn? And life provides you endless opportunities for learning. Let's take a break and come back.
0: Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Dr. Ishak Adesis is one of the leading management experts in the world. He has written 14 books that address the challenges facing top management. Books by Dr. Adesis can be found in 24 languages. They can be purchased at the Adesis store at www.adesis.com or on Amazon.com. Electronic versions are now available for three of the books, with more to come. These books reflect over 40 years of study in the fields of management and organizational change. Pick up a copy of one of the books for yourself, or as a gift, today. Voice America Business Network. Top Leaf is a turnkey management development curriculum that consists of a set of 20 to 30 minute videos presented by Dr. Ishak Adesis, creator of the methodology and founder of the Adesis Institute. The Adesis methodology is considered by many to be a solid foundation for all organizational development. The Top Leaf curriculum is made up of three programs. Top Leaf can be used by individuals, by organizations, and by trainers and consultants looking for new content to offer their clients. For more information about Top Leaf, visit www.adesis.com. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to ADESIS Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak ADESIS. If you have a question or comment about the program, please call in to 1 866 472 5790. Again, that's 1 866 472 5790. Or send an email to Yolanda at ADESIS.com, spelled A like America, D like Denmark, I like Israel. Z like in Zambia, E like in Ecuador, and S like Spain. Now, back to the program.
1: What else have I learned from my travels recently? I have a new book coming out called The Book of Quotes. Quotes from my lectures from over the years, from over 40 years of lecturing, I took key key sentences from my books, from my lectures. I made a book of lectures. As a matter of fact, three books. One is about policy, one is about personal growth, and one is about management. There's a lot of interesting quotes there. And one of them just came to my, consci- to my, to my memory, to my consciousness recently because I was having difficulty working. I was struggling with a certain client that I'm consulting to, helping them change. And I'm having a lot of difficulties. The client is really telling, saying that they're cooperative, saying that they want to cooperate. But when you look at the reality, they're canceling meetings left and right. And as I said already last week, in the this methodology, we don't write reports, we have to work with the clients to make the changes. Like psychotherapy. You have to be there, you have to show show up and be counted to make the change happen. So whenever they cancel, bingo, there goes a session, less less opportunity for change. So I have any difficulties, a lot of difficulties with this client. People come late, with early. Ah, And then I remember a quote. The problem from that book, my quote, my own quote. The problem is not there, the problem is here. Gosh, I have to remind myself all the time, the problem is not there, the problem is here. What does it mean here? You, I, I am the problem. The client is a client. The client is not sitting there and planning how they're going to make your life miserable. They are what they are. You are the problem because you are struggling. Why to do? How to do? Why are you doing it? How do you go about it? It's all between your ears what the problem is. And after coming to that realization, I started realizing... All problems, not just with clients, all problems are with me. With me, how I approach them, how I look at them. What is happening out there is only triggering the problems in me. And that's also what we say to companies when we try to help them out. Guys, don't attribute the problem to the competition. Don't attribute the problem to the government. Don't attribute the problem to the new legislation or whatever it is. It's all out there. The problem is right here. You are the problem. What does it mean? Instead of saying the problem is it's raining, say the problem is we don't have an umbrella. What do you mean by that? What it is that you are not doing, because you you cannot control the rain, but you can control whether you have an umbrella or not, Focus on you. What it is that you should do. What it is that is bothering you in light of what's happening out there. Unless you focus on yourself, you're not solving the problem. You're running away from the problem by pointing the problem outside of yourself. Very important, this distinction. And one thing more from my travels. I was just reading the Herald Tribune this week, and there was an article about Sony, the Japanese company that is in deep trouble. They have not had innovation for quite a few years. They're falling behind. The products are outdated. The technology is outdated. And there is Sony, that was a leader of Japanese economy, leader in the technology, being left behind, losing money left and right really in trouble. And as I was reading the article, some professor, as a matter of fact, I think Dean of one of the business schools, says the problem with Sony is they don't have a strategy. Any strategy is better than no strategy. They need a strategy. Should they join the internet? Should they join the games? What should the Sony be all about? They need a strategy. As I read further in the article, I realized what the real problem is. It's not strategy. What the article was describing is a situation where in Sony, heads of departments were fighting with each other, not supporting each other. There was a lot of internal disintegration. That is what the problem is. Because when you have internal fighting, lack of cooperation, what happens? You waste a lot of energy inside. And what does that mean? Very little energy is left to fight outside. You cannot innovate in an aggressive, moody, offensive environment. You just can't. Because you have to fight that offensive behavior. So all your energy is going into fighting. Very little energy is left into doing. You see, that's why creative people are considered to be prima donnas. They want everything around them to be under control. Why? So that no energy is wasted. All the energy is available between their ears to do the innovation, to do the creativity, to do the entrepreneurship. You see that? America is a wonderful place for entrepreneurship still, why do you think so? Because we are very well organized. It's very safe in America to create. Try like creating in another country where there is a corruption. It's very difficult. You will run away. Entrepreneurs run away. Money runs away from a country where there is no security. So what will I do in Sony? Forget strategy. I will start working on first breaking down organizational silos. I will make them aware of each other and the interdependency. I will identify their mission for which interdependency is necessary and which support is necessary. And once I change a little bit, a little bit that culture, then I will go into strategy and then I will go deeper into structure to make the difference happen. But just saying a strategy will be another wonderful seed on frozen ground or frozen land. This was a typical mistake. What some of the do, they say that strategy. No, sorry. That structure follows strategy. Have a strategy, then find the structure. I wish it was so simple, because if you do a strategy and you submit it to the company. The present structure will resent it and and will fight the new new strategy. Unless it fits their perceptions of the self-interest, they're not going to support it. So what happens? A lot of bloodshed, quote-unquote. Vice president gets fired, new people are brought in, the organization goes through radical restaffing, very painful, and the organization can lose direction if not money until the situation stabilizes. That's why people don't like change. They're scared of change. They hate change. So what do we do in a thesis? Uh-uh. We don't start with strategy. We start with structure. What does it mean? Clean up the shop. First of all, go there and clean up. Make things be in place. Everything in its place. And what happens now? People catch their breath and say, oh God, thanks God. Now there is order. There is now predictable behavior. And as they identify that, as they feel safe, energy gets freed and they come with ideas and with entrepreneurship. So what does it mean? Instead of structure following strategy, I make strategy follow structure. Anyway, there are so many new things that are happening, but it's all happening because when you travel, you see things, and you get kind of a, what do you call it? Uh, Not motivated, by intrigued, and your wheel starts turning your thinking. And this is the last one before I leave you. Uh, In my book, I have something called Perceptions of Reality. And there are three different ways to perceive reality. What is going on, what should be going on, and what you want to be going on. When these three circles overlap, they create a center, like in an like Olympic emblem, where the circles overlap, and then you have a, cent- a core at the center. That core is called mine. Why is it called mine? Because when you're in love, you say to your beloved, you are mine. What you're actually saying is what you are, what you should be, what I want is one and the same. I also call it puppy love. Puppy love. Oh my God, you are temporarily mad. Uh, you feel wonderful because everything is perfect. But then, once you get to know the person, or you get married, you find out that what you want should not be and what should should be, isn't, and what is, you don't want, eh, it's called life. So what's the difference between puppy love and mature love? In mature love, you love not because of, but in spite of. And that's the difference between liking and loving. The French differentiate between to like and to love. You like because of. You love in spite of, it's mature love. You accept people as they are. There's a problem at a certain age. You know, the Middle Ages, when you start thinking, oh my God, life is coming to an end, and then men start looking for young lovers, and the women now, this is another fad, are looking for young lovers too. They're looking for the love because... What are they looking for? They're looking for that mind, for that core, for that perfection. Not useful for you. That perfection was abnormal. The normal is lack of perfection. Usually people say, lack of perfection, that's abnormal. The normal is perfection. Upside down, my dear friends. Upside down. Perfection is abnormal. Non-perfection is normal. Join the real world wake up good morning all the best talk to you next week thank you
0: Thank you again for joining us this week for Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. Please tune in again next Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, enjoy your weekend and a successful week.